Governor Kevin Shitt, excuse me, Stitt, of Oklahoma recently announced an executive order that essentially makes the brilliant, never-before-suggested idea that we could try recruiting substitute teachers. Honest to God, I have no idea why no one wants to substitute teach in Oklahoma. In some places here, you can make as much as $55 a day babysitting our nation's future as a non-certified TA. Since state employees, surprise, surprise, none of these people are certified educators, will now be joining me doing my job because they don't have anything else to do. Here's a guide for all the individuals who haven't been in a middle or high school classroom since they were 11 to 18 years old themselves. 1. After you accept a job. 1. Ensure you know the school's address and multiple routes to get there as road construction will inevitably ruin your commute at some point. 2. Research a bit about the school beforehand. Going in cold is pretty risky, especially if you're brave enough to sub in the inner city. 3. Pack your substitute bag. I would recommend the following items. 1. Pencils. 2. Notebook paper. 3. A book to read and or laptop. Most of the time the lesson will involve students working independently and you will be quite bored to be perfectly honest. 4. Lunch that doesn't require a microwave, I've been to schools that don't have a microwave in the teacher's lounge. 4. Leave early with time to spare. 2. Arrive at least 15 minutes before the start of the first class. Sign in at the front office and, if your prayers are answered, receive your lesson plans. Look them over before you head to the classroom you'll be in, ensuring you understand them completely. 1. If not included, I always ask about cell phones and mask policy as well as the location of adult restrooms and the teacher's lounge. 3. Once you arrive in the classroom, write your name clearly on the board, locate the office call button, locate emergency procedures, introduce yourself to neighboring teachers, and wait for the students to arrive. 4. Once you see students. 1. Greet them as they come in the door. Make some small talk if the student seems receptive. 2. Once the bell rings, launch into the class by standing at the front of the classroom such as by the board. Using the out of the bell or closing the door to quickly get their attention as your window of opportunity is very short. Exude confident body language, excellent posture with your shoulders back and arms open, and project your voice. Introduce yourself with clarity, but keep it short. 1. My opening spiel tends to be something along the lines of good morning. I am Miss Slash Mr. Underscore it's nice to meet you all. I'm going to go ahead and take attendance, today's assignment is to underscore. The materials you will need are underscore. I expect all school rules and policies to be followed. Questions, queries, concerns? No? Great. Please let me know if you need to leave, I mean for the restroom, counselor, etc., and get to work. 2. Even secondary students do not have a super long attention span. They do not need to know your life story. In a long-term position, maybe get to know them a little bit better, but for short-term positions, it's always best to prioritize establishing yourself as an authority figure because this will serve you best in the event of an emergency. 5. Tips to make this easier. 1. If you have a kid coming loud as heck and you suspect they might cause a problem, ask them their name and have them pass out papers while you give your opening spiel. 2. I take attendance by calling last names and having students tell me their first name. This forces students to listen closely, lets you hear how a name is pronounced from the student, and ensures that folks who go by a different name than what's on the roll are not disrespected or worse, dead names slash misgendered.
This also eliminates the confusion if there is more than one person with the same name because the last names will differ. 3. I might be too lenient doing this, but I wait two minutes after the bell before marking a student tardy, especially if it's a large school building. 4. If possible, have the kid who causes a major issue removed. You are likely not the only person who they are currently driving insane and students need to trust that you have the authority to ensure and protect a learning environment. 6. During independent work time, make at least two laps around the classroom at different points in the class hour. You don't have to say anything, often proximity is enough to keep students on task. If they are not on task, ask what do we need to be successful? Then guide them in that direction. 7. If things go awry. 1. As much as you can, stay calm. Act like you're here every day and have seen this all before. 2. If the safety of yourself or students is compromised, call the office immediately. 1. When in doubt, do not wait to get other adults involved. 2. If the classroom environment has been made unsafe, remove the other students into the hallway until the situation in the classroom can be made safe again through the removal of the unsafe student. 3. Side note in a potentially very unpopular opinion, you can absolutely refuse to sub at certain schools and you should. We don't get paid enough to have desks thrown at and have knives pulled out on us. You are not a trained behavioral therapist and should not be expected to be one. Have fun. I genuinely love substitute teaching. I am primarily at a college preparatory public charter high school so a lot of this does not apply to me truthfully, thankfully. Welcome to our ranks. Hopefully, you stay more than a half day and can pass a basic background check. High school diploma recently required. Also, reading this article is more training than you will get at 95% of school districts.